When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to We Got No Jams. <laughs> Your two favorite unis here, and we're here to talk the tea about Tiny Tan. <laughs> tiny Tan? <laughs> or Tiny Jams. <laughs> tiny Jam. Tiny Jam, Tiny Jam, Tiny Jam. Tiny Jam, Tiny Jams. Yeah, we were talking about Tiny Tans in the last Choco, though, so that's what it made yes, me think we were. of. Yes, we were. That's chibis. where my mindset went. So... <laughs> Second tiny jam in a week, though. This is a big deal. I know. Look at us. So busy. Working hard. Working hard. But feeling like we're hardly working. All the money. (laughs) 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 I am Uni Jude, and I am here for my story time. Yay! And I'm Uni Sarah here to listen and enjoy. And I didn't have to do a single thing to prep for this. And I feel wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) She just had to show up. I know. I just show up. I got my drink. I got my plushie. Are She's you ready? ready? Are you ready? ready? This is I'm the ready. plushie. Oh, Chimmy. Oh, I love I Chimmy I grabbed my so little much. Chimmy plushie. Oh, oh so cute. yes. You're going to need so Chimmy. You're going to need Chimmy. This is okay. an episode. Okay. Oh, man. So, we are here to follow up. As you remember, maybe earlier this week, Uni Sarah covered episodes eight and nine for you of Seven Feet yes. Chaco. Uni Jude is here to cover episode 10 and episode 11 for you of Seven Fates Chaco. Nice, nice. nice, Okay. So we're going to get into it. I'm so excited. Uni Jude story time. Okay. (laughs) Uni Jude story time. We need to get a chime. We need a chime. I just want a chime so I can just ring. You know what I mean? Like uh, those like, yeah, chimes are like Mm -hmm. a triangle. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, continue yeah. though. Okay, I'll okay. Invest. I'll invest in a chime. <laughs> ready? Are we ready? Are we ready? Yeah. Okay. Ready, ready. Or what? Or ooh, we should get a theremin. That would be fun. Ooh, ooh, that would be, be a good one. That yeah. would be great. We can have our own sound effects. Yeah, we could get the xylophone and do like the before school. Ooh, or conch shells. Those those drums. Yeah. Oh yeah, the steel drums. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Those ones. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a room full of random instrument, like percussion instruments. Someone walks in. What? Are you a musician? No, I just host a podcast. No, this is for podcast transitions. <laughs> you know there's garage bands. We like authenticity. We are very authentic in the art that we create. Thank you. Thank you. It's part of the vibe. <laughs> Uh, okay, okay, I'm ready. We had to put it in a light mood. We're going to hit some serious. Okay, episode okay. 10. If we last remember, we were left at the museum. Caught yes. on fire. Okay. Yes. Fire. Fire. 
Okay, episode 10 starts out with the scene of the city engulfed in flames and smoke as the bomb are making their way through. It pans down to show that we're back at that museum where those same four tiger butterfly members are there. One of them was taking the lead. He is shouting, stand your ground. We can't retreat any further. We must fend them off from here. And one of them's Rambo style with a gun. And he's like, turns around and he's like, we're going to die here. We can't fend them off. <laughs> and then the minute he finishes that sentence, swoosh, dead. Yeah. Well, Done. I know. That was yes. like the end of the last one. And it was yep. graphic. They started this back up with that same thing. They they recapped it hard for us in the beginning of this episode. Okay. And then he's like all scared looking at him, right? You know, dun, dun, dun. Oh, my gosh. What in the world? And then he's like, I have no idea what's going on here. Like, I can't can't tell why these these are all moving in a big group, which is Mm -hmm. from the last one. Yeah. And that's where it ended on the last one. And then, dun, dun, dun. Mario shows up with his beautiful hand with these long blue Ariana Grande fingernails on it. And he lifts his hand and he points toward the lead tiger butterfly. (laughs) And they start to stretch and elongate and glow blue. And as the sword-like nails, Mario. Oh, so he starts stretching. Oh, yeah. He's like, what up? Hand, boom. Okay. But at oh. first, you don't know it's Mar. You technically don't know it's Mario, but I know it's Mario because I read the story. But <laughs> it's Mario's hand, okay? Oh, so okay, blue okay. fingernails, and it's oh, glowing okay. blue. Okay. And they're swarming around this tiger butterfly member, that lead one that was like, hold it back. You know, he yeah. was like taking the lead. It's like circling around him and Ooh. coming towards him. And as it's making its approach, he says, ugh. You freaking monsters. And then stab, 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 stab. All through him. Yeah. It was gruesome. It was bad. And then crash. Nothing but dust. And Maro is standing there with his arm towards the crash. And his fingernails are coming back. And the dust settles. And he's like, flick. Fingernails back to normal. And he's like, all clear here. And Hoopo, (laughs) out of frame, says... Good work, Maro. Oh. It literally says, dun-dun, yes. in big letters. <laughs> and then it shows all of these bomb lining the streets, just tons of them on the streets. And you can see how diverse they are. There's some that are just beasts and animals. Mm-hmm. There are some that are like half beast, half human. There are some that are just human and you see that there's one girl in a blue jacket. And she's got her arms folded and her hair is brown in a high ponytail. She's got scars on her face. So she means business. This is a Yeah, and she's looking serious. But also, I remember Juan was looking for his sister Mm -hmm. in the episode that you talked about. Yeah. And was like, (gasps) why would she be with the bomb? Oh. She was the only girl. Sister. There was no other girl ones. Yes. Plot twist. Bum, Plot bum, twist. Bum. Oh, man. Yeah. I know, right? So, then Hoopo orders Maro to check for any loss in forces. And he says, we'll move on as soon as we have the numbers. But then, tremble, 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 <laughs> over in the corner where the stabbing was. <laughs> 
the lead guy from the Tiger Butterflies, arises from the dust. And Bolte notices this. And, oh, I especially, this part of it, oh, chills. So it was two frames of Bolte. Bolte looking to the side. It was like a profile shot, and he was looking to uh-huh. the side. And he had the three lines that they do in anime when somebody's surprised by something. Yes. And then uh-huh. the next shot did not have those three lines and literally had the slightest up curve of his <gasps> smile just the slightest little up curve it was so oh, chilling i was like scary. this character is evil this one yeah. scares me so bad he scares me in the worst way <laughs> okay so then he looks over and he's like oh you are still alive but now his eyes are all glowing yellow and he's got this big menacing grin He's like, what a lucky one you are. And then it shows the tiger butterfly and he's like glaring at him, just like, come at me. Like all like, ooh, angry. Yeah. And then Bolte's hands rise and his like nails start getting all long and glowing red. And he's like walking towards him. And he's like, others drew their last breath without even realizing it. That kind of sucks, don't you think? I mean, they didn't even get a chance to scream before they died. Oh, taunting him like what yes. bombs be doing you know we've seen this yeah. right yeah 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 and I will then say, he said oh, yeah I go ahead say, I wish I had the ability to also grow my nails out <laughs> Would that I, be know, so I know I nice? know I was like feeling myself because like, I just did my nails so I'm like yeah yeah, yeah you're I'm pulling off like good yeah like bomb hands right now and mine are like bomb hands stubby. yes like I wish they I are... could just like retract and grow them out at will wouldn't that be so you nice know what? Like, you could look fresh <laughs> when you wanted you could get them out of the way when you didn't need them <laughs> You know what? These bombs are doing real drag, you know? Because yes. <laughs> if you're not wearing yes. nails, you're yeah, not doing drag. You're not doing drag. <laughs> Do they got earrings on? <laughs> you know, they got the shade too. They're like taunting yeah. and like a little yes. bit like <laughs> cut from <laughs> love that oh my gosh that. yeah oh, imagine man. this rewritten as like a new york city sitcom with the bomb being new york yeah. city drag queens that would be <laughs> a lot be tiny lighter tan versus new york city drag queens yeah <laughs> yeah we're basically rewriting chanko it's fine this is fine <laughs> yeah we're just busy doing it ourselves you know we hope you guys like it <laughs> remix okay <laughs> But anyway, he's like taunting him a bit, obviously, like bombs do. We know that's mm-hmm. what they do. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he's like, I'll do you a favor and let you scream out all you want while you're still alive. Because I'm just that much nicer than Maro. And then puts his hand out and it's like flamethrower. Like right at the mm-hmm. tiger butterfly leader. And mm-hmm. he's like, huh, what? And then he hears like crackle, crackle, crackle. And then he looks down and then He's caught all on fire. He's just like, ah, ah, like screaming in pain, all ablaze. Like his body's just engulfed in flames. And then oh it shows. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And like Bolte's just like having the time of his life. Like doesn't even care. Like just grinning like mad, like putting his hands yeah. out. I legit screamed on this part. I was like, ah. <laughs> I was like, this one is so creepy. <laughs> like, this bone creeps me out so bad. He's so Aww. scary. Uh, so, the next frame is the eyes of the tiger butterfly, like, showing, like, him catching on fire. And they're, like, glowing white. And then he's screaming and he's being tortured. And as Bolte is torturing this tiger butterfly, Hoopo is standing behind him watching the entire thing. 
and he's like looking to the side and you can kind of see his eyes are a little bit glassy and then Mm. it cuts to black and white frame and it's a bomb being stabbed and it's black and white and he's like ah and he's crying and it's all of these people and they're surrounding and like closing in on him and their faces are all dark and they have these glowing red eyes and they big white smiles and it's just humans and they're killing this bomb and Hoopo is having this flashback of that and he like looks to the side it's like a really beautiful shot of him like the light is just glowing really nicely on like the cheekbones and it's just a very well done drawing his hair is also very cool like it's very dragon ball z but there's just a lot of volume sonic the hedgehog (laughs) (laughs) very motley crew yeah Um, yeah so he's he's watching bolty torture this tiger butterfly leader so he puts his hand on his shoulder and he's like, do you plan to stoop down to the same level as those beasts? And Bolty at this point is like confused. So he looks and he responds and he's like, what do you mean, master? I'm only paying back an iota of pain they've inflicted on us. So ooh, the plot thickens, right? So this is like, yes. Oh, yes, we are. So Hupo extends here. his forefinger and the nail grows long and red. And he's still like talking to Bolty, kind of like a like weird Slytherin Mr. Miyagi type, like consulting him. <laughs> it, it, it really, it's, it feels like that, like his next speech, because it like kind of has like this weird, like Kill Billish narration over it. Like it just has like this weird, he's giving this speech and he's doing these mm. things. So... He has this long forefinger now and he's like telling Bolty, do not find joy in the act of killing. We conquer, but our method is to be different from the Gong tribe. Take your revenge swiftly before the enemy can feel the pain. And then slash, he beheads the tiger butterfly like clean off. So gory. And then he says, any pain we inflict on the enemy is bound to come get us. And then thud, the head falls onto the ground. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It was so graphic. (laughs) And then Hoopo continues, as it did 4,000 years ago. He turns away, leaving Bolty stunned, and says, we cannot repeat history. Wow. So it basically sounds like there's like a 4,000-year-old beef going on. Okay. Uh Wow. And in order to not repeat history, it sounds like they spent like so much time torturing the humans that they initially retaliated and then fought back. Mm -hmm. Or something. So now their strategy is just kill him as fast as you can. Wow. this The plot thickens. This is very interesting. Right? I know. I do like a villain so, that is a little sympathetic. Right? Like there is like. There's I know. method to the madness. That is the key to it. Yeah. You have to have an empathetic thing behind the evil. It's like the, the one from Unbreakable. Samuel Jackson. Oh, I didn't see that. Sad. Oh my gosh. His is such a heartbreaking backstory. And it's just like every hero has to have a villain. And it comes from, you know, like the heartbreak a hero has to become a hero. There's also a similar heartbreak to create a villain. It's so you have to watch it. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, we're not even to the title part of the episode yet. It hasn't even said Seven Fates Chocolate episode 10 yet. I was so surprised. I'm writing these notes like, yes, yes, yes. And then I was like, what? (laughs) That's a long episode. <laughs> I even got to the beginning of the episode. No, I wasn't even on the wrong. It was just the beginning. Oh, no, it hasn't long, even got to the beginning. This is the opening episode. scene. 
Oh, yeah. yes. Both of them are long. So get ready. <laughs> Cuddle that okay. chimney. I got him. So we're now introduced to two more bone as Hoopo is handing out orders. Jichu and Ogyop. Mm, okay. Two of them. They look like people, but Ogyop has this huge red spike growing out of his or her forehead. Okay. I can't tell if it's... It looks like a man, but there's long hair, so I don't know. Um... They're supposed to take over District 6 with their crew, and then the rest are instructed to stand by until the walls crumble down. And then he instructs Bolti and Mero to direct uh, a recon on District 7. So he instructs them to conquer the entrusted districts before the sunrise. Mm. Dun dun! Annihilate the descendants of the gold. Wow. And then the episode title okay. begins. Yeah, right? So, episode technically begins. Boom. There's a footprint on the ground. It's Bolte's foot. Stomps down onto the sidewalk and jumps up into the air. But he stomps down with such force that he left a footprint in the, like, dry cement in the sidewalk. So he, boom, boom, jumps up into the air. And him and Mero are off flying to District 9 to, you know, run their recon like their master said they are supposed to do. But he is audibly fuming he's so mad okay at hoopo he doesn't understand he can't understand he says i can't understand him the gom tribe plunged us into four thousand years of suffering pain is what makes revenge whole what does he even mean we must kill them painlessly and maro's just like you know what it's the master's orders so Mm -hmm. you know there's a hierarchy here in the bomb you have to just (laughs) listen to what you're told and if he says do it fast do it fast so they're flying into District 7, and they're in their, like, half-human, half-tiger mm-hmm, state. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, were they in District 9? They are. District 9? Like the movie? 7. Sorry. Oh, District 7. I was like, look at, look at that little <laughs> Easter egg. <laughs> I probably said District 9 because of the oh, fact yeah, that the probably. movie is, like, a cultural yes. reference in the back of my <laughs> head. Like, wow. So it probably just came out. <laughs> District 7. That's where they're at. Okay. So District 7 and there they land in there. But as they land, there's like a flick and a swish and then they skid and they come upon a hooded <gasps> figure. Oh. OK, hooded figure all in black. You can't see his eyes. He's surrounded by like black, dark smoke, like the kind of smoke that happens with electricity mm. because he's electric. There's like electric shock all over, <laughs> like all around. <laughs> that's what it is yes and uh he's like standing there and he has like this little slight smile and he's like you must resent humans right that's why i have an offer that will benefit you oh. and the bomber just standing there morrow and bolty and uh it's like the godfather <laughs> um, <laughs> i'll make you an I'll offer you an it's offer. electric <laughs> So Bolty is sitting there thinking in his head, like, this must be a bomb hunter. That's what we've been hearing the humans talk about. And so he says, Bolty, we don't have to entertain him. And this is at the part where I was like, hit it, boys. And a one, and a two, and a. <laughs> if you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go? I said, we don't have to entertain him, Bolty. I said, we don't have to. Hit it, boys. He's got his I just love a good chance for a hit it, boys. And a one, hit and a, a two. <laughs> hit it, boys. 
That would match our New York theme for our rewrite. So I think it's perfect. It really, it really, it really would. So he, he says, we don't have to entertain him, Bolty. And he, Bolty's like, all right. And so they zoom to attack, you know, because you don't have to really get him to fight. He loves it. Yeah. So they're like, boom, swish, zoom, bam, boom, whiz. And they're going after him, right? And they're moving fast. And it shows this clip of them moving past this shadowy figure from the profile side. And he's just standing there mm. as if, like, he is somehow faster than time. And all this commotion's happening. And then, kaboom, suddenly all motion stops. And... He says, my, my, to attack so suddenly. How rude. (laughs) I like this character. How rude. He's sassy. I I know. He's sassy, right? So then he grins and he says, but. Now pay attention to the grin because I think that's a clue. Okay. Okay. So he says, but. And then he grins. You made it so much easier for me to talk. And then it shows that this hooded figure has Bolty and Mauro flat on the ground with his hands smooshing their faces into the ground. And he's basically stopped them dead in their tracks. And they're like scratching and clawing and like trying to get out from this guy's grip. He's powerful. And they're thinking... Yeah, they're thinking, like, in their head, like, oh, my gosh, like, what is this? Like, how embarrassing. Like, oh, my gosh. So then Meryl finally says, uh, so the guy says, the hooded figure says, it's no use. You're not strong enough to break free. And then Maro says, you're not human, I see. To which the hooded figure replies, that is irrelevant. I'm simply here to make you an offer. And then he grins. And says, would you like to hear it? And that's the end of the episode. (laughs) I know. This is a powerful character. I know. Ooh, and he's sassy. Yeah, exactly. They're sassy. I know. I like this. Pay attention to the grin. Pay attention to the grin because I have, we've got theories coming up. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. (laughs) I know. Okay, are you liking my storytelling yes, so far? Yes, absolutely. I'm enthralled. I'm doing yeah, a good yeah, job. yeah. Okay, the sound okay. effects are very good. I'm so excited. Okay. In particular, I do want to call to attention your electric sound. That was spot on. I loved it. It's <laughs> very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank no. Thank you. <laughs> if there's anybody that knows, uh, you know, in need of a good foley, yeah, artist, there we go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Foom. So, episode 11. Wonderful. Ooh, I'm ready. We open at Tiger Butterfly Headquarters. Mm. The toughest gang headquarters ever. A huge light blue skyscraper with a green butterfly at the top of it. I <laughs> so actually, subtle. I actually am enjoying <laughs> how, like, the juxtaposition of, like, this violent huge gang with, like, Tiger Butterfly like greens and I blues. know like I like the fact that they're not like going hard into like we're gangsters right like it looks <laughs> yeah we're yeah, gang like they yeah look more like some yeah sort of, like corporate organization and I really corporate like, like shield yeah. or like or like uh like hydra yeah. like that's yeah, it. it's like hydra like it. yeah <laughs> so it shows the main butterfly guy. His name is Song Jin. And this is the guy that keeps bumping into Haru mm. and Ziha and okay. uh, Dogen. And he's like, oh, bounty. Uh, uh. Like, he's that guy. The one that keeps 
showing yes. up. And he's talking to the big, like, tiger butterfly leader, and his name is Dong Chol. So he's showing Dong Chol footage of Dogen, Ziha, and Haru. And he's telling him, these are the ones, <laughs> the ones who not only took our bounty, but also threatened us with their weapons. <laughs> they threatened us. <laughs> I love this. This is so funny. <laughs> so the boss is like reviewing the footage and he's like, hmm, well, those guys are pretty good. I won't hold you responsible this time. But in return, I want them. They're the kind of talent we need here at Tiger Butterfly. This is my kind of leader. And then the recruit, next... recruit, recruit. <laughs> yes. Hawaiian shirt, all that. Like, that's like the kind of like mob boss we're yeah. doing with here, okay? We're I doing like with this. like a Margaritaville like type this. of like mob there, boss. I'm yeah. Here for this. Sign <laughs> me up. Th- I'm now a member of Tiger Butterfly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me that cool jacket. Um, oh, Thank I don't know. You. I don't know. Maybe don't, maybe don't speak okay, too quickly. Okay. <laughs> so, the next frame shows Song Jin leaving by slamming the door because he is so upset this guy loses it Mm. like lose it so he's like seriously we need them and then the frame is like arthur fist (laughs) (laughs) like (laughs) 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 and he's like saying in his head like that ziha haru and dogen are just so evil that they need to die for the things that they've done oh my god like what a drama queen. this is how upset this guy is and this is like all in his head he's just like oh they need to die <laughs> like he's like doing the angry face <laughs> i even put like okay like this guy needs to calm down a little bit you guys are all being hunted by animal monsters yeah. from the sky like, that have, have superpowers so i think you could yeah. like cut them a little slack here okay also, like i think the one that started I think, all of it so all of this okay. yeah like you could just like chill okay <laughs> it's not a big deal uh. <laughs> but then as he's like in the middle of a, his freak out another voice from down the hall says oh sir how are you doing and it's some guy named kyung tae and they haven't seen each other in a while but apparently they're both team leaders now at the tb <laughs> And uh, <laughs> I had to start putting TB, yeah, to type out. <laughs> typing out yeah, Tiger Butterfly yeah. every time was yeah. so much. But apparently, based on the conversation they have, Song Jin used to be Kyung Tae's leader at one point in their careers at Tiger Butterfly. So Kyung Tae asks Song Jin, um, you know, what, what's that you're holding? And he's like, oh, this? Are you free? Do you have a minute? And he's like, oh, yeah, like, sure, what's up? And he's like, well, so he kind of plays this kind of mind game on him where he's like, the boss wants us to, you know, find these guys. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, well, here. are they bomb? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no. And he grins and he's like, they're not. So, you know what our motive, like what our stance is, right? And he's like, right. And he's like, to stand for justice in all of its forms. And he's like, yeah. And he's like. <laughs> just like being so like yeah. uh, dumb about it. like Kyung Tae come on dude yeah. like you're gonna be on the tiger butterfly and you can't tell when someone's pulling you in on a scheme so he's like Dong Cho wishes to meet these thieves it's okay to rough them up a bit because they're the evil that must be reined <laughs> in and removed from society that was such an anime line 
Like such an anime. I man. know. I was like, okay. Oh <laughs> when did this turn into yeah. Gossip Girl? And then the episode begins. <laughs> then that's when you see like episode okay, 11, okay. Seven Fates Chaco. Yeah. So after all this happens, it cuts to Haru, Ziha, or Haru, Ziha, and Dogen on a patio. And Ziha's looking at his phone and he's like scratching at his ear. And he's like, ah, is someone talking bad about me? Like right, yeah. <laughs> right after yeah. this. You know, tiger butterfly. <laughs> Dogen's like, I'm gonna go get snacks. <laughs> and Haru's like, I want a popsicle. <laughs> and Ziha's like, Give me a can of soda. I want a popsicle. So, yeah, yeah. And Ziha's watching the news on his phone, and the broadcast is like, The Yisal group suggests that teenagers should be accompanied by bomb hunters for protection. The group will shoulder all the costs. And Dogen comes back, and he's like, Here's a snack. And Haru's like, I, I thank you. And Ziha's like, thanks. And they're just kind of sitting <laughs> around watching and run. listening to what's going on on the phone, like hiding mm-hmm. out. And then it shows Ziha remembers something about Dogen that he was wondering about, but he had gotten used to having him around, so he forgot. And he's like, Dogen, how long do you plan to stay with us? And Dogen's like, the bomb I'm after just won't show up. <laughs> I'll cooperate with you until I find him. <laughs> so cool. Ziha's like, <laughs> just wait so it gets good. cooler and then dogan or and then zia's like are you sure you're just not lonely Aww, like really Ziha. really sweet. So sweet and then dogan just sits there and it's like three dots and then he's like have you heard about what happened in district six and see how like notices that he just changed the subject yes yeah, and he's like, District 6 is now deserted because of the bomb. It was a jam-packed area with people, but armed forces couldn't <laughs> handle it. <laughs> and Haru agrees that he's heard that any forces that entered the district just vanish into thin air. Districts 1 through 6 no longer belong to humans. <gasps> Whoa. So some time has yep. passed. And then Z. Yeah, and it's been Districts 1 through wow. 6. So. Either some time has passed or they've just gone through quickly. But it sounds like some time has passed because Zia's wondering how long yeah, Dogen's going to stay like with them. Yeah, because he's been hanging out a little bit longer than they thought. Okay. Yeah, and he's like, he's been with us so long. And like, it wouldn't have just been three days. I wouldn't be like, why are you still yeah. with us? Be and like, it take well, over that many days. <laughs> this is probably like taking some time. That, yeah. Okay. Exactly. So. And then. Ziha asks why the bomb are attacking the districts in consecutive order. Mm. And Dogen says that he notices the same thing. And he says, it's as if they're playing a game. I don't like the feeling of being conquered like a quest. <laughs> and then the frame. <laughs> I'm a Dungeons and, Mas- Dungeons and Dragons master. I, I don't like games. <laughs> I'm, I'm the, the one, one that controls the games. <laughs> So the frame like pans down and it shows all these dead bugs, just like as if they had fallen from the sky oh, dead, like in midair, outside? just dead. We're outside like, now? Like dead moths, butterflies. Okay. Yeah, just like right by his oh. foot. Oh, that's right, because they're on a patio. Um, that's right, that's right. Okay. Yeah, there's outside on a patio. And then Haru says, in other words, we're safe here in District 10 at the moment. And then Ziha's like, Haru! Like all mad at him for saying that. <laughs> and so then... <laughs> Dogen, with a mouthful of food, says, and this is how it's written down. You're paying down to earth for a cold heart of someone like with such a kind of parent. <laughs> which is him saying. It was written so, I was like, what am I reading? And then at the end it said what oh, it said. I see. 
you're pretty down to earth and cold hearted for someone with such a kind appearance, <laughs> which is what he said to Ziha or what Haru. he said to Haru. But he had a mouthful of yes. food. And so then Ziha tells him not to talk with his mouthful. So they're just kind of like having like a yeah, discussion in like this, this back patio place. Yeah. And then suddenly rumble, 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 rumble all through the city. And Ziha's like, what's going on? And Dogen looks up at the sky, just all, it's like frame, you know, Ziha's like, what's mm-hmm. going on? And then Dogen like, Duh. and then it shows <sighs> Haru. <laughs> this is where Haru is Jimin. <laughs> this frame is like one of the prettiest frames of animation I've ever seen in my life. It looks like just Jimin staring into the camera saying, this is, like, it's just beautiful. It looks wow. just like Jimin. It's so, I was blown away like i like like gasped at like i scrolled out oh my goodness like look away i can't look too much longer it was my so eyes. beautiful it's seriously so pretty my eyes my eyes <laughs> that's how it was i literally was like oh my god it's jamming this frame is amazing so back to chaos uh he's like this is and then it shows the whole city with like black stuff swirling around it and it's like he says, it appears the bomb are here. Oh. And then it cuts to the next frame. It's showing the city swirled in black smoke. And then it shows a school in the city. And then it shows a cut sleeve of a human's arm. And it's a teacher. And he's screaming at the kids to stay behind their teachers. And the bomber mocking and walking up and being like, look how easy it was for us to break into the city. Just like showing up all sm- smarmy <laughs> like they do, you know? Yeah. Smarmy is a good word. And so, <laughs> and they are. They're just, gosh. Yeah. And then, so it's like two of these like monstrous type of bomb. And one of them says, I made the right call when I decided to follow Bolty. I was worried when I heard that he'd partnered with a suspicious hooded fellow. But he's more useful than I Ooh. thought. And then it shows the electric hooded okay. guy. So they're basically explaining that they've decided to go against the main masters of the bomb. And they're now following Bolty and this hooded grinning guy. Oh, like a new so the other bomb response. Essentially. Okay. Yes. And then the other bomb response serve the right masters. That's the universal truth, regardless which era you live in. <laughs> and then they like approach the humans and the kids to fight them. But then one bomb specifically says Shall we entertain ourselves with some of them first? Yeah, so they're being, like, ridiculously cruel, which is what Bolty had the problem with Hoople in the first place. So the adults are in a frenzy, just, like, trying to protect and shield the children. And then the bomb... the bomb is, like, coming Mm -hmm. up. And then he's suddenly covered in all these different lines of white light. And then slash, sliced into a gazillion Ziha? pieces. And it's Zia to save the day. He's standing there all like, are you guys all Aww. right? And the adults and the children are like, oh, my goodness. You showed up just in time. That was amazing. You're yeah. amazing. This is wonderful. <laughs> You're great. And meanwhile, Ziha's like wondering where Dogen and Haru are and if he'd gone there too quickly. And right at that moment, the little boy he saved goes up to him and he's like, oh, excuse me, mister. And he's like, hey, little boy, are you hurt? Like, what's up, kid? And he's like, my friend is still up on the second floor and she's trapped up there. 
So then it shows the second floor and there's a big old cat bomb like entering the second floor. And there's a little girl that she's hidden under the oh, staircase no. and she's trembling and crying and she's calling from her mom and dad and she says she's so scared. And then we get another Jurassic Park oh, in the no. kitchen scene where the bomb is like coming in from the profile mm-hmm. side and then just bang, like looks over and she screams. Ah! And the bomb's like, yeah, I got this little girl <laughs> just then. <laughs> 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 like you do <laughs> like you do <laughs> then a man with tussled dark hair and a choker enters into the doorway the bomb catches a glimpse of him i didn't know there were still humans here meanwhile Ziha's like huh, 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 gotta make it to the mm-hmm. second floor and he jumps up and crash ping, through the window bam lands all cool ready to fight some bomb but what huh dun dun him and this mysterious tussle-haired choker stranger and a bomb that's dead lying between them and this beautiful mysterious stranger is holding this spear with a metal arrowhead at the end of it and he's just standing there and it closes up on his face and it shows his big brown eyes and a face that is too beautiful to seem real and Ziha asks, who are you? And that's the oh, end of yes. the episode. Oh, oh I'm so excited. I know who it is. Do you want to know who this it is? It's character, right? Because of the spear? Oh, it's No, not? it's not J-Hope's character. No, spear. it's not. It's not. <gasps> okay. No, it's not. It's V. V. Oh, and the his choker, name is. The it's choker makes so- sense now that you've said this. <laughs> yes. Yes, it's going to be so hard for us to continue going on with these recaps with his character's name. His character's name is Joan. Joan? Yeah, but it's spelled like Joanne oh, with I an remember. extra O. <laughs> yeah. I remember we had a whole, like, we almost titled an episode about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it means Joanne. Yeah. yeah. Joanne. So, um, but yeah, that's who it is. I had to, I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, this can't be J-Hope. Because this, this this can't be J-Hope. He's blonde in the that's concept right, thing. That's right. Yeah, I thought he'd had the spear. That's kind of what got me. But yeah, I, you're right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so I looked up who it was because I was like, who has this, the choker? And it said that's who it was. And I was like, yes, you can tell. When you look at the thumbnail, there's a close-up. It ends, The episode ends on a close-up of him. And it's it's Taeyang. It, yeah. It's it's an animation of Taeyang. Yeah. Like it looks oh, it just does. like I just him. He's up got a these, photo. It, I just pulled it, up yes, photos. right. It is, just like with the, the big, beautiful yeah. brown eyes, and he's just looking up, he like, like just so he cute. Has, like, the, the tear era, like mullet that V has. Yes, 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 yes. exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then you have to look at the Jimin one too. It's in this same episode. It's like. Oh, you have to look yeah. at it. Like, the Jimin one is so I will. beautiful. I'll go back for sure. I, re- I just Googled this. Yeah. But, oh, yes. Oh, J-Hope has, his character has the two chains. Like, it's a spear, but it breaks oh, into okay. two chains. That's what that was. Two chains. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, so, oh, I was so excited when this character <laughs> showed up. And I knew, as soon as I saw the animation for it, I knew who it was. Yeah. This one's probably the other one that was the most recognizable for me uh, besides dogan because i can see rm immediately in his face yeah this is so cool yeah. 
All right. So we've got the next <laughs> I know. character. I know. That choker. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so, so gosh, it really broke it. so much stuff down. So it sounds like the bomb have some resentment against the gong. Yes. And their descendants. Yeah. So they have like a lot of, uh, it sounds like they've got 4,000 years worth of pent up aggression. Yeah. Yeah. This is interesting. So, this story is really good. Yeah. It's crazy. And now we got that crazy tiger butterfly guy. And my theory is that that's the hooded figure guy. Oh, you think so? Yeah, because he's the grin. It's the grin. Mm. They put they put those subtle, like, because the grin is the same. It's like the, there's a little sharp tooth mm. when he grins. And it's the same grin. And I just feel like they're, they're show, I feel like they're showing it in, in a sequence for a reason. Mm, maybe. Interesting. Yeah. This story is so good. This is not going where I thought it would. Because no. I totally thought like the tiger butterflies would join up with them. And like there'd be like a couple of members that had like teamed up. And like for the greater good. This is not Mm-mm. going the way I thought it would. Nope. So. This is the but this is a good. This is really good. <laughs> uh, uh, I like this story a lot. So yes. Cool. It's so fun. We'll, it was really so fun. I like covering it like yeah. this. I like so We'll be able to cover yep. uh, 12 in our next episode. Like the regular yep. episode. Cool. Yes, yes, yes. Awesome. Yeah. We did it. Air high five. Bink. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Let us know. Give us some feedback, you guys. If you guys like it, um, the way that we do these Chaco episodes, we can keep doing them this way as like little bonuses where we tell each other a story and act them out. It's fun. That's I true. like doing it. That is true. Yeah. We so, can do little silent um, episodes each week instead of it in the main episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. So yeah, we'll let us know what you guys think. We'll see. We'll see. And, uh, We'll talk to you guys on Tuesday, though. Yeah, or if you're joining us for book club. <gasps> yes, book Sunday. Club, Don't club. forget, April we're doing 3rd. the Midnight Library. Yeah. 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 This is such a good book. I can't wait to I talk know. about it. I know. It was Ugh. so good. I'm so I had so such excited. a fun time reading this book. Yeah, I also really enjoyed it. This is a good one. It was very good. I'm excited for all the books we have for book club this year. Thank you, RM. I know, we I really am too. Him. <laughs> yes, yes. Round of applause for picking these great books. <laughs> <laughs> I know, afterwards it'll be weird if we don't have any books to pick. What are we going to do? That's all right. He's got a pretty long list yeah. that he's recommended. We'll keep it going. Years, we'll so. figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, but yes, so we'll talk to you guys on um, Sunday for Book Uh Club and then on Tuesday for our regular episodes. Yes, thanks for listening. Um, And as always, Laura, Laura, hey. Yeah!